Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is the Pro Wrestling Show brought to you in association with TalkSport. This week, we have released three episodes. This is the third of the three. This is AEW, What We Know So Far, the brand new promotion launched by Tony Khan in association with his friends, the Young Bucks and Cody. We're going to find out who we think is going to move across there from other promotions. We're going to find out what they've announced so far. And Will spoke to one of the men very close to this organization, Hangman Page. We'll hear from him in this episode of the Pro Wrestling Show. I pretty much explain what it is, guys. That's, that's, well that's what we're doing today. Um, Great show. If you've not listened to the podcast before, uh, we don't just cover WWE. We cover all kinds of independent wrestling in the UK. We cover New Japan Wrestling. And also this brand new promotion which has been launched, AEW. Uh, if you've not seen it and you're a wrestling fan... Are you really a wrestling fan? <laughs> Possibly not. The kind of people who will listen to this show will definitely have been all across. They will have been people like me who sat and watched the entire AEW press yes. conference stream and tweeted it. And, you know, they will be that level of engaged, I imagine. So, look, if you haven't seen it or you were just a casual fan, um, Will, you can explain the basics. But this is the guy behind uh, the Fulham FC, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, who uh, is a very, I would say, although he's a very rich and powerful, man he's also very down to earth from what i've seen of him and he, he's a wrestling fan yeah i mean to kind of give you a bit of a, a history behind it and we do get into this with hangman page but uh, all elite wrestling comes off the back of all in and off the back of uh, the young bucks cody kenny hangman marty the whole group of them that were the american and european members of the bullet club eventually becoming the elite putting on their own event all in which was the suggestion from dave Meltzer that ring of honor couldn't sell out a ten thousand strong venue we all saw all in we all remember what a kind of brilliant nostalgic and, and enjoyable event it was and then off the back of that they made the decision to start their own promotion Tony Khan again we'll, we'll hear from Hangman Page about him but is the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham FC Shide Khan who I've managed to spend a bit of time with over the past couple of years and hopefully we're going to be speaking with Tony at the Super Bowl uh, but they are incredibly intelligent businessmen they know an, uh, an opportunity when they see it they know how to maximise it and more importantly according to Hangman, Tony is a huge, legitimately huge wrestling fan. He will mark out with the best of them, knows what he's doing, and is putting potentially, it's initially millions, but you know, they are these this family are richer than the McMahons, and it's not even close. Yeah, I'd just, I'd just like to interject at that point, according to Forbes, 6.3 billion the Khans oh, estimates to be worth Vincent Mann himself 2.9 so that just gives you an idea that the, the the weight that could be thrown behind this promotion so we had their launch press conference Hangman Page tells me it's just uh, it's just coincidence that they'd launched it in Jacksonville <laughs> the, the home of the Jags the home of their team the same night that's, that Smackdown I think it was happened to be in town yeah I mean it all came together nicely, didn't it? Yes. That, that location-based... Uh... <laughs> what are the chances? Uh, if it was an accident, I'm, I think it was an incredibly fortunate one because it drew so much more attention to them. And we really knew nothing but the name when they announced it on January 1st. It's been long rumoured. So far, we don't know 
vast amounts. We know about two shows. We only know the date and location of one of those shows. And uh, and that's really it so far. And then some of the talent involved. So Hopefully that, we'll be making our presence felt, perhaps. Well, we're, we're very... I, I, say, I said to Hangman, look, get us flown out. Get us out there. We'll be in Vegas. Plans no are afoot. I must, that's my, that as much as I will say from my side of that. Are they? Oh. Are they really? They are, because people won't believe, digitally, the article, articles we've done on All Elite Wrestling, and I think I've told this to you, Will, do surprisingly well. Well, really? People are very interested in the website, and thus, my bosses are interested. So there well, you go. I, th- I would say that if you enjoy uh, our podcast, you should definitely give it a five-star, a five-thumb or five-star review online. Five-thumb? So that five-thumb? Whatever, five-chub. How many chubs? So, <laughs> so uh, just, just give it all of your love, because, yes. you know, if, if, let's just say, if, if me and Will don't get to go potentially if that's what you're I won't be going with solo, you John. I won't then, be going solo, uh, then potentially you may be getting kicked out of this podcast I don't know <laughs> <laughs> no, look we were expecting certain talent involved in this obviously we knew that the young butts and <laughs> the young butts the young bucks and Cody were a big part of this it was quite obvious to imagine that Hangman Page would be coming with them um, Marty's girl I think is still under contract with uh, several people but you, you've got to imagine Marty's girl might follow them when his contracts are up at certain places um in that press conference, we obviously found out more talent that were joining. Um, one was, well, we, would you say one was a big surprise? Well, no. So I don't think, I, I don't think, if you're referring to the last person, I think the one, no, that, not the last person. Yeah, okay, no, fine. Yeah. So the, the the other talent that we had announced at this first press conference. So they announced two events. They announced the Jack. There will be an event in Jacksonville in the not too distant future, where a huge amount of the proceeds are going to go towards. Um, Uh, gun legislation charities and that i suspect will come after double or nothing double or nothing get it because it was all in previously and now it's double or nothing uh they are doing at the mgm grand arena in las vegas it's a 17,000 i think 17,500 actually obviously a famous location of many of the great boxing matches held in vegas over the years and they announced a slew of talent we had brandy rhodes talking about how the women's division is going to get equal pay and be given equal billing. We only so far we've only got uh, Doctor Britt Baker, which means that the <laughs> Adam uh, Cole, significant w- other. which means that the the dental plan in uh, AEW is already better than it is in WWE. <laughs> See what I did there? I like it. Well, there's a lot of rumours, isn't there, that there'll be there'll be some kind of healthcare, which is something that's a big controversy in in wrestling promotions such as WWE. Uh, and then Connor said as much. Yeah. The only other person was Penelope Ford because she is Joey Janela's valet. We got Joey Janela turn. Up. We've got the SCU guys uh, with Christopher Daniels, with uh, Frankie Gazarian, with Scorpio Sky. Uh, the announcement of the deal that they've done in China with OEW Wrestling, which I'll admit I don't know a huge amount, of, or OWE, but apparently incredible talent from there. And then we got the big ones. We've got Pac turn up and face off with Hangman Page with the suggestion that that'll be a title match at, the, at Double or Nothing. That was a surprise. That's the one I was surprised yes, about. yeah, yeah. Can we, a delightful surprise, I hope though. I hope that Pac turns up in his ring gear just uh, at all events. <laughs> there is a joke, isn't there? Because I think like two days before he'd appeared in his homecoming show for uh, Defiant, ooh, Defiant, um, in his ring gear. Which, by the way, you can watch for free on Defiant's YouTube now against David Starr. Yeah, amazing that. And um, and then David and then he Starr. turned up two days later in Jacksonville, just wearing his ring gear. No one else was wearing the ring gear. <laughs> and then uh, he's always it, good to go. <laughs> it, it's, it spawned a lot of memes as one of him sat on the plane in his ring gear, yeah. <laughs> um, going through customs in his ring gear. It's, I, I like the fact that people think that Pac just wears that and that's all he wears. Yeah. To be honest, if you've ever been to Newcastle, I can believe it. Yeah. <laughs> David Starr is actually someone I could definitely see getting involved in all elite wrestling. Absolutely, he he's should. One of those talents who has exploded on the indies over the last year or so. Big in Rev Pro, so he's done Ring of Honor shows in the UK. He was the he was the Rev Pro UK champion. Um, it wasn't that wasn't what they they fought at uh, Wrestle Kingdom though, was it? That was the heavyweight champion that uh, that they had there. Um, yeah, I, the, the, we can see him. We can speculate about a lot of people because Goldberg has been heavily rumoured as yeah. being somebody who's going to show up. Obviously, there's a lot of WWE talent that have been tied. We got Jericho turn up at the end to the strains of Judas yes. uh, as he appeared and, and gave... A three-year deal, by thing. the way. And that's kind of... Uh, that was, for me, the biggest indication of, of that there is more that we don't know about. Yes. I think there's definitely a TV deal coming down the line. It's going to be announced. It's be. Well, it's funny you say that. Apparently, it's been rumoured they've been talking to TNT, TBS. Um, you know, apparently Khan has a lot of strings. 
on that department. But they, you know, they also filed for the tra- the trademark Tuesday Night Dynamite, uh, which of course would run head to head with uh, SmackDown Live. Uh, Rumours have come out recently that apparently they won't be looking for the Tuesday slot. Is SmackDown it's SmackDown's moving to, to Friday? Friday, Friday yeah. 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 <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I mean, it depends when when it would happen. It would. Oh, it'd be competing but, against Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah. Start small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was a good show. But um, I, I mean, that, either way, they're looking uh, obviously in the near future for that to happen, and apparently Tony Khan is. Uh, he, of course, you'd imagine he's brokering the deal, but he has a lot of connections that can do that. They're not messing around, and as you've said, with the talent they've got, um, there's a, there's a lot of two fingers up to Vince McMahon here. Basically, yeah, you've got you've got the talk of healthcare, which has been a big issue going forward for a long time you've got the fact that they're doing this first ever event with a big sort of uh, support of gun crime and obviously trump uh, the mcmahon's are big trump supporters or at least uh, mm. republican supporters that's you know controversial and then you know taking someone who has been a darling of wwe for the last 20 years who yeah. said he won't work for another promotion in the usa and signing him up for three years and making him the big surprise at the end of their press announcement and you know that jericho also said that they offered him a better deal than he'd ever been offered by WWE. Yeah, Jericho has been a big earner in the WWE mm. over the years. Like, so, so for for this company who don't have a TV deal to be able to chuck, well, which, you know, yet to be able to chuck that money at someone, they aren't they are not mucking around no. at all. I I particularly Jericho threw some classic shade in the McMahon direction during the press conference, obviously, and then uh, and then WWE responded by the very same night <laughs> taking him off their active roster on the website Cut. and moving him over to the uh, moving him over to the what's it called the, uh, the uh, alumni alumni, alumni it is petty, isn't I, it? I had just two hours notice he was gone from the intro video as well <laughs> gone I mean it's, Cesaro's it, in there now gone get out it's petty. But we've worked in radio, uh, me and you, Will, and, you know, there are radio companies that will literally pretend that someone hasn't existed before. So it's not just Vince McMahon that's being petty. I mean, it's quite a common thing in performance. But, yeah, with two hours notice, is getting absolutely, absolutely binned off there. Yeah. It's, it's something that... And then also Chris Jericho on Chris Jericho. And then he posted a picture two days later of him with Triple H going, what a great guy. What a guy. And it's like, is he just trolling? Or He must be. Or, or is he trolling? <laughs> can't say words Seth Trollins Seth Trollins <laughs> I think um, and look Will Ospreay today has said someone asked him a Get Q&A he did a, he did a Q&A and there's been a lot of talk of obviously we'll talk about Kenny in just a second Kenny Omega and there's been a lot of talk that Jericho is still intending on being in New Japan so they feel that New Japan by getting Jericho and probably getting Kenny that they may be able to have a bit of a partnership and still share the talent yes um, the the issue is that they've got the deal with Ring of Honor at the moment and the early indication is that they're intending to they're intending to honor that deal um, the, the problem is is that you can honour that deal as much as you want and you can sing from the rooftops about how you are a loyal company and everything else but AEW 100 million dollars backing them initially from people that are worth a lot more money than yeah. that they are likely are going to have a big TV deal they're going to have big talent to start off with they're doing much bigger events than Ring of Honor have ever done and I mean obviously they've got the issue of the, the MSG show in uh, in April as a potential problem for them breaking that deal but if New Japan in the longer term can't ha- can't be involved with both companies if it has to be individual I'd be yeah. amazed no if it's not all elite no well, so Will, o- Will Ospreay did a question and answer thing on his Instagram today which he does when he's bored sat at home with his two dogs you've seen it and he's he's been very outspoken before he's not been a fan no interest in going to wwe he's never ruled it out but he's got no interest in it and someone asked him what he thinks of aew and he said it's what wrestling needs so you know i asked i did ask hangman about british talent i asked him about the guys that he faced while he was over here with ring of honor he gave a lot of love to haskins to jimmy havoc uh obviously they've got marty in the group already but he's still got his ring of honor deal has time run on it although actually if you've got that much money behind you marty's a big part of it just buy him out how long has he got on the deal i think it's another 18 months yeah just under a year just under i can't imagine he's gonna sit around a ring of honor for 18 months it's in 2020 yeah um ring of honor would need to push him as the champion etc if he was gonna I think he's also potentially someone that WWE could throw a load of cash at because you know Dave Meltzer kind of said what I think and he's one of the most entertaining all round mm-hmm. wrestlers around obviously his girlfriend uh, is in NXT at the moment she may be on the main roster by the time his deal's up could, could be a lot of pressure on him 
you know, it could be, could be could be that they put their money where their mouth is with him and, and get someone that could be swayed. But, but you've you got know, guys well, like Zack Saber, Will Ospreay, who both have made a splash in New Japan, who don't have a deal with an American company at the moment and don't have. I mean, I would have said Walter if he hadn't just signed with NXT UK should be someone that they're chasing down massively. And there's a bunch of guys in the UK indie scene, and Haskins is one of them, who has shown what they can do in a Ring of Honor ring, and you think. Yeah, Haskins, more than anyone else in the last 12 months, has stepped up as a singles, back to where he was when he was the Progress title holder and back when he was at that level three or four years ago. Those are the kind of guys that we could see making a splash in AEW, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him coming into this market at all. Well, I mean, Haskins has just signed a Ring of Honor, hasn't he? So, like, starting, for, starting <laughs> right, okay. from starting Ignore from this that. year. <laughs> no, no, sorry, no, it's mugged literally, off. it's been in the last, sorry, no, I thought you I were going to say when his contract's off. up. I don't know how long his contract off. is, but you would think that he would be, he was very happy about it, and, you know, like, we've spoken to him a couple of times, and he was really, uh, he had an amazing match with uh, Jay Lethal, which we sort of commented on mm-hmm. before on the podcast and he was really happy to have signed with Ring of Honor and you just think if he'd only known what might have been coming yeah and he had a great match with Hangman Page why don't we hear from Adam Hangman Page right now you should do radio we? Will that was so <laughs> smooth <laughs> as I caught up with him uh, this week ahead uh, of well they're taking a little bit of time off they are not people who take time off they're not Great stuff, Ro. I'm delighted to say that joining the show now, it's the hottest topic in wrestling right now. So I'm absolutely delighted to have uh, one of the men involved from day zero, if not day minus 365, however far back we're going to end up looking. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, Adam Hangman Page. uh, Great to speak with you. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, so, I mean, Adam, first of all, uh, has it been a kind of whirlwind week or so since you guys had that, that first press conference in Jacksonville? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, there have been some uh, highs. There have been some lows as well. Uh, I think for the past year or two, um, but the past year specifically, we've gotten used to just every day, go, 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 go. Um, you know, three, four shows in America, fly to Japan, do whatever, home a day, back out doing something else. And um, this time we've, you know, we've announced the company on being the elite. We've, you know, held a, the press conference and rally. And now we're back home. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I mean, this time we're kind of cooling down a little bit, yeah. I mean, I know it's obviously a hectic work schedule, but I've got to say, Hagman, you do bring it on yourselves. You guys might be the hardest working group of men in in, uh, in the wrestling business right now. Well, I, I like to think so. I like to think we have been for a while. Uh, I mean, yeah, all of us are workaholics. Um, and I know that even though we're, we're all home now, um, we're constantly chatting about, you know, the next moves we need to make, you know, whatever they may be, um, trying to get, you know, stuff done behind the scenes, stuff type, you know, type, that type stuff done. Um, and continually coming up with ideas for being the elite or, you know, whatever we're going to do next. I know we don't have another show uh, or we don't have our, our first show, I guess, until the end of May. So we've got a, a while. Um, so we're trying to fill that with productivity. I mean, with that first show, with the Double or Nothing show then, I'm going to get some of the questions out of the way that I have to ask, else I'll get in trouble with my editor. Um, Chris Jericho spoke about the fact that, you know, he wouldn't have joined if there wasn't going to be a TV deal on the pay- on the uh, table, etc. So do you expect we're going to see no nothing from All Elite Wrestling until we hit that weekend in Vegas in terms of in-ring product? Um, I, I can't promise anything. Uh, I don't know for sure there's much that I can say other than I guess double or nothing is the next big thing we're looking forward to at this point, I guess. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. You, you answered it admirably. I am, uh, it's all good. So okay. <laughs> you, you mentioned yeah. that you guys, the kind of conversations that you're still having going forwards and, and looking at, but this past year with with all in obviously it was a a huge undertaking how soon after that or maybe it was even before it did you guys start having the conversation about maybe we need to look at taking this to a promotion well you know i think as we built up to all in we got to realize that hey we've built um we built a a legitimate sellout show in a legitimate arena from a 10 minute weekly youtube show um, and that's something that we managed to do. And I know that, you know, maybe part of that is, Hey, this is the first time this has been done. So it's kind of the novelty of the first time. Um, so I think we started to 
you know, feel that, you know, there's a lot more that we could be doing. Uh, and I don't think anybody ever really put, you know, a name to this or, you know, specifics to it, but it definitely lit a fire under us and made us realize that, um, you know, there was a market for this, you know, uh, and, and that maybe, I guess all of our work wasn't in vain and it wasn't just for one time and maybe it was something that we could do again. Um, so I don't think there was ever really a time where, you know, a name got put on it, a specific idea for a company or whatever really got put on it. It was just, hey, we want to do this again. We we have to do this again. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to the fans who made this happen the first time uh, to do something like this again. And, I mean, that sentiment started as soon as we started uh, actually putting pen to paper with the first show, I guess. It's interesting, that isn't it? It's always one of those things where you, you get a real bit of momentum behind you, and and maybe everyone's thinking the same thing to themselves. Man, we should look at doing something beyond this. But who was the first to kind of broach it? Who was the first to say, "Look, we can't just let this be a one-off"? Uh, you know, I, I I'm sure there was someone who who said that, but I don't think it was a situation where you know Cody said this and we all shut it down and then. He, turn us around on it. It was, it was very much a situation where we all kind of just knew, um, that, Hey, this is going very well. We have to keep this momentum going. And I mean, that's been, that's been our idea. That's been our driving force the entire time we've been working together, you know, uh, with some of the bits we've, we've done on being the elite and, and what the payoffs ended up being and those kind of things. Um, I mean, we, we always have been, you know, kind of all in on whatever we're doing and know that we have to keep the momentum going, have to go bigger, we have to go bigger. Obviously, a lot of people will have been, the kind of people that listen to our show and read our website, etc., will be already aware of, would have been aware for the Bullet Club for a while, will have known, you know, Matt and Nick, will obviously know Cody when he joined, and yourself from, from Ring of Honor and New Japan, but how kind of big was it? You mentioned Cody and obviously Brandy joining as well, who's leading the line on this on this thing. How big was their introduction to kind of taking you to that next level, both in the US and, and on that business basis as well? Um, yeah, you know, I would say uh, Matt and Nick and, and then Cody as well. Um, they've been they've been fantastic to work with. Uh, and, and now they're legitimately my best friends now. Um, and, you know, I don't want to sell myself short, but I, I know and I can acknowledge that I'm not dumb. I know that, you know, their belief in me is a lot of the reason that I've gotten to where I am. Um, and, and I've said this about Matt and Nick before. Um, you know, they, they got successful, but they, then they got wildly successful. Um, but with their success, they haven't just hoarded it for themselves. They've always pulled up another chair to the table. They continue to add chairs, you know, maybe I was one of the first chairs they added to the table. Uh, but then, you know, SCU became, um, they filled in three more chairs to the table. We just had, you know, a few new faces on being elite this week. Um, and with, you know, the beginnings of a company, they're going, going to be a lot of new faces. Uh, but they've continually been people who, you know, were successful and could have been successful by themselves, by their own right. But they continue to bring more people into that and share the, that success. And I think, um, I think that's for the betterment of wrestling. Uh, it certainly has been for the betterment of my career. Uh, and I think it's just better for fans as well that, you know, continually there are new, new faces added to, to our movement. On, on your career, I was fascinated to read. I don't know if you're familiar, but there's a, a wrestler out here who's just been uh, become uh, involved in the WWE UK brand, but has been pulling up trees on the indies for a few years, called Eddie Dennis, who had a very similar journey to yourself, a former school teacher who the momentum just picked up to such a point that he decided, right, I'm going to have to do this full time. And it doesn't feel like a career going from school teacher to wrestler a path that many people would have suggested when they were in the, you know their meetings with their guidance counselors or anything like that so for you was it that relationship that kind of allowed you to think right these guys are believing in me i'm moving forward with this so i'm going to go and, and go sorry to use it but all in yeah it, that it was that in part um you know i guess for most of my wrestling career um, well, at least five years of it, uh, I was a high school teacher and, you know, that was out of necessity. You know, I was wrestling, you know, one, two, sometimes even three days a week, you know, just weekends. Uh, and I, I had to pay rent. I had to 
make the ends meet, stuff like that. So I was a high school team to pick up for me and kind of got to a boiling point. Uh, but yeah, momentum continued to pick up for me and kind of got to a boiling point uh, when I was first joining Bullet Club. Uh, and I found out, you know, okay, uh, New Japan wants me to work for them. Uh, I'm going to be doing, you know, some of the more lengthy tours, um, like Tag League and whatnot during the year. And, you know, those tours are three, sometimes four weeks. Um, so I had been in a situation before where, you know, I could get sick on Friday and uh, and not show up. Um, but you can't get sick for, for four weeks and that's that. Uh, and it also got to a situation where, you know, I realized I'm not just making side money wrestling. Uh, I'm making career money wrestling. So it, it was, you know, I guess the schedule, I couldn't maintain it teaching and wrestling at the same time. And also I knew that I could definitely afford to not teach anymore as well. So it kind of became a no brainer. Well, we're all delighted you made the decision, made the jump. Not that I want to suck up too much, but uh, it's, uh, you know, again, your involvement has kept this thing really going. So uh, I, before I get on to, I do want to chat a bit more about the, the, what happened last week and, and going for, uh, kind of going forward. But just going back to uh, All In, because it's the, the one show that we've got from you guys where we can really see what your aim was. And I think a lot of people really bought in because it was a, the perfect mix of nostalgia, of clear love of wrestling, of respect for the fans, but also not just fan service, a great product as well. How difficult is it going to be to be able to continue that into more shows, into a regular TV deal? Because obviously there's only so far you can go with that style of wrestling and you need to be able to build it into something that can be a week-in, week-out brand. Right. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie and pretend it's going to be something that's going to be easy. Uh, and I'm not going to pretend like there won't be hiccups along the way because there definitely will be. Um, I don't know what those hurdles will be. Um, but we will face them. Um, but I think that's always kind of just been our, our idea. You know, we have a love and a passion and a vision for what wrestling can be. And, you know, this past September all in was kind of a manifestation of that, uh, the first culmination of, of that idea. Um, and you know, no matter what all elite turns up or ends up being, uh, in the long term. I think it, whatever those challenges are, we're, we're up for them. Uh, it, there's going to be a lot of learning curves. And <laughs> I can tell you, uh, we've all been doing a lot of learning the past you know, few weeks, months, whatever. Um, but I think you know, we've, we've always been up for whatever big challenge is next. And I think that'll be the case here. Uh, I've been kind of fortunate through my other job uh, doing the NFL here in the UK to spend a bit of time with the Khans. Obviously, the Jacksonville Jaguars have their agreement here to play games in London. And so I you know, met Tony, met Shard a couple of times. Just how behind it are those guys? How impressed have you been with Tony in particular? Because I'll say as much as you know, I've been impressed with them, I never had a conversation with them about wrestling, which is you know, maybe somewhat of a surprise if Tony's as, as into it as he appears to be. <laughs> Right, yeah. When when I first met him, it uh, kind of took me back because I guess you just don't expect someone from you know that world to be so into our world uh, and so knowledgeable about it. Uh, but he's a really cool dude, and I've been really impressed with I guess um, his vision, uh, his ideas, um, and you know what he's done so far and what he plans to do. I've been really impressed with everybody we worked with uh, at the Jaguars. Uh, stadium. We went there, you know, we did the rally right outside the stadium. We're there all day the next day uh, doing meetings and photo shoots and stuff like that. And the place is incredible. Uh, everyone working there has been great. The rally itself, I don't, I don't think people realize this, um, but the rally itself wasn't like, I guess, produced and streamed by a wrestling crew. It was produced and streamed by the Jaguars crew, uh, I guess. So, and, and I guess they've never done wrestling. You know, wrestling is very different. From, from a football game or from whatever they may be used to be to doing. But I thought they did an incredible job, uh, especially for the first time ever having done it and having done it on such short notice as well. This thing was put together real quick. I mean, we probably announced it <laughs> as we were figuring it out. Um, <laughs> so I've been super impressed with, with everybody there. Uh, there was the, that element as well of you, you know impressing it was impressive how quickly it was pulled together but that date with uh, with a certain other promotion in town as well it did fall kind of perfectly to bring the most attention I don't imagine that knowing like you guys and Matt and Nick and everyone that that wasn't 
entirely unplanned? <laughs> well, um, t- to be fair, uh, I don't really ever think that was our intention. Um, you know, All Elite was something we were planning on announcing at the, in the beginning of the new year, and we all knew that you know, there's only so much we could say on an episode of being the elite and there needs to be some kind of live in person event. We've done, you know, these press conference type situations before and they're always, you know, really fun and give us all a chance to be, you know, in front of people in a live setting, even though we're not wrestling. Um, so it's something we wanted to do. And of course it was going to be in Jacksonville with, uh, you know, with who we were working with and what we were doing. Um, and it just kind of happened to work out that way, uh, to be honest with you. So hopefully, you know, I guess our, our intention is never to, uh, I guess, be aggressive in, in that manner. But, it's, you know, hopefully it gave fans, uh, you know, a good afternoon where they could come out and, and watch our product, watch a different one if that's what they're there for, um, and just have a day of wrestling, I guess. Yeah, 100%. Um, I do need to ask about some of the talent involved and obviously being British, starting off with with Pac and his involvement because uh, we've just had him back doing his first shows in the UK. His reception was absolutely unbelievable when he's come over here and done things like Defiant, etc. Um I have to say that when we were kind of fantasy booking uh, your guy's first show, which obviously we were doing as wrestling fans, uh, <laughs> you, you and Pac was never one that sprung to mind but the moment we saw the idea that that could be a feud we all popped real hard for it <laughs> well you know um i will say this about pack uh he's somebody who knows his worth he's somebody who has bet on himself uh and he's somebody who i think uh has already and and man you really see that that continue to pay off um and he's he's our type of guy when i say that um he's someone who's willing to take a risk and and bet on himself and he's done that and that's something that i can admire and i think uh fans should admire and i think other wrestlers you know in our industry they should admire something like that being able to take a risk like he has and uh you know watching something like that pay off um i will say though at the press conference he um you know, part of that payoff for him was at my expense to kind of interrupt my moment because this is something that, you know, I, I have a, an immense passion, passion for this company and, and, and building this brand. And I guess to have him interrupt that uh, maybe came at my expense a little bit. Yeah, that's what we all want to see. I'm not saying we want to see anything at your expense, Hangman, but it sets up everything up beautifully that it's going to be a match we're going to be talking about. Should it be confirmed and happen for the next, you know, four or five months, it'll be uh, it'll be one we're all excited about. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's going to be one of the um, the really exciting things that All Elite's going to be able to provide, uh, you know, here in the next year or two or, you know, however long it lasts. Um, we're going to be able to to have some surprises, to have some things that, you know, man really may have never crossed your mind that you wanted to see. But, uh, I guess when it's put in front of you, you'll realize that, Oh yeah, this, this could be good. Uh, and I think that's going to be something that's going to be a, a real feature of, of all the week. Um, is there, from a British talent perspective, we saw you guys when you were out here with the, the last ring of honor, the United tour. Uh, I was, I saw the night where you had, uh, Jimmy Havoc, which I mean, anyone who wrestles Jimmy Havoc and then someone else in the same night is bold. Um, but then a, a, a fantastic match with Mark Haskins as well. Really, really kind of top draw stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued as to know whether there has been, uh, you've got the deal with the, with China. You've obviously got the guys that you've got involved, but is there looking out to that international market places like the UK to try and bring in more talent? Um, well, I guess I first want to say, man, uh, hats off to, to Haskins and to Jimmy Havoc. What a man, what a strange two like polar opposite type of dudes after wrestling one night. Um, but yeah, both incredible guys, uh, incredible talent. And, you know, I, I will have to be honest and say, yeah, we've, we've definitely talked about, um, I mean, obviously you've seen, we have interest in international wrestling, um, especially, you know, with the announcement of, uh, this Chinese company that to be quite honest with you, I didn't know a lot about until the past couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> that kind of stuff's going to be exciting. And, you know, as hot as the UK scene is, um, and the times that we've been over there and the times that we've heard about things there, um, there's definitely guys who we have our eyes on. I, 
I don't, I don't want to say who they are because I want them to have their moment and their time, but for sure they're guys we've had our eyes on. Guys and girls, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And and it is great. You know, we will obviously always track Will and, and Zach and people when they're out in Japan as well. So, you know, we will continue to speculate who those people are going to be until they appear. And uh, we're all really excited about it. Um, how big has it been having Chris Jericho on board? Uh, that's been huge. You know, um, I guess for the casual wrestling fan who, you know, has maybe heard of us or... or um, kind of, you know, maybe knows who we are a little bit. Um, having someone on board like Chris Jericho is an appeal to them. That's a familiar face. People know Chris Jericho all around the world. He's an international superstar. Um, so having him on board will be a huge help in getting those people who maybe are lapsed wrestling fans. Just stopped watching a while ago, but, you know, this might pique their interest a little bit. And it'll be a familiar face that they'll be, I think, very happy to see in all the way. There's, there's no denying that, but at the same time, you know, we've maybe seen uh, wrestlers who are, you know, in the, not the twilight of their career, because Chris is nowhere near that yet, I imagine, but kind of guys who were popular in a, a previous era who have appeared in promotions, have given them that little push, but aren't necessarily long-term sustainable. But you look at what Chris has done with the New Japan stuff, it's like he's still reinventing himself at this point in his career, and so you feel like he can be an asset, not just as, oh, look, we've got this big name, that'll sell some pay-per-views, but actually someone who you can take ideas off and learn and grow with right yeah Chris is probably has probably been in, in the history of wrestling the best at reinventing himself he does it consistently all the time um, and he, he keeps himself relevant uh, by doing that and he's so good at it um, so yeah I, I guess yeah you're right he's, he's not somebody who's just a familiar face he's somebody who's going to be uh, a new face as well because who knows what kind of Jericho we'll get? Who knows how many kinds of Jerichos we'll get, um, you know, in All Elite. So, yeah, I think he's he's been really good at reinventing himself and I guess reaching out and doing something different, which is what we have always been about, you know, about breaking the barriers that, you know, exist in wrestling and trying to come up with something new. And he's, he's always been a guy who does that. So uh, it's going to be good to have him on board because I know he'll have a lot of ideas like that as well. Any um, any chance, and again, another one I have to ask for the editor, any chance we might see Alpha Omega 2 in All Elite Wrestling? Uh, I, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I, there's, there's it's the political incorrect answer. There. There's, there's not much that I know, to be honest with you. Um, that's about it. That's a, that's, I, I really no, you know, you I, an absolute non-answer, but there's nothing really much I can say or know. <laughs> Look, we all know that you'd love Kenny to be involved and, and, you know, he is a good friend of yours. So we all just hope that that could be something that can get done. Of course. Yeah. Kenny is a, is a really close friend to, to all of us. Um, so I'm excited to see, I guess, what happens in his, his personal and professional future as well. Uh, Adam, I really, really appreciate you taking the time out to speak with us. If we, uh, obviously, we're going to be building up to Double or Nothing, so I'm sure there'll be plenty more conversations over the next few months. But do you know what's kind of next for you guys over the coming weeks? Are we expecting anything more, or is it just keep watching Being the Elite and, uh, and watch this space? Um, you know, I think for right now, Being the Elite is going to be our, our largest vehicle for getting content to you. Um, I know that over time that will shift, that will adjust, that will change. Um, I mean, I know that All Elite has their own social media channels and there'll be some things there, but as far as announcements and, and teases and things like that, um, you know, having that medium of being the Elite is, is probably what we're going to use for right now, at least. Um, I will say we do have, uh, you know, we don't have any shows announced, we don't have anything like that announced uh, or planned until the end of May, but we have a lot of ideas for content and things to give you between now and then. Uh, and I'll actually be getting on a plane in the morning to go uh, start one of those. So it should be an exciting time. And we're, we're, we're going to, I know we have time off, but uh, we're going to try to keep ourselves as busy these next few months as we have been the past couple of years. Lovely tease, Hangman. Wonderful stuff. Uh, look, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with us. And hopefully we'll see you out in Vegas in May. All right, we'll see you there. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hangman Page, my conversation with him this week. So the elephant in the room that I asked him out towards the end there, <laughs> the, the Omega in the room. The Omega. I mean, he's going to go to AEW, right? Of course he is. I mean, when you look at what has been reported that WWE offered him... Um, I love that Alex has become yes. like our news guy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'll bring into the table. <laughs> yeah. um, when yeah. this podcast is and hopefully... Charisma. Charisma <laughs> up the wazoo. When this podcast <laughs> is hopefully visualised <laughs> yes. and Can, the looks. When he's this, definitely got the People look. will see me sit forward no, like, no, with no, my no, news no. bulletins. When this podcast <laughs> is hopefully visualised, and we are in the studio, which could do it, Yes. Um, you're going to have to wear a suit every time and have like papers to shuffle whenever you have to do news. Did you think my Dave Mastiff cardigan was going to uh, was going to set any? I'll, I'll be honest with you, mate. Not a fan. Oh, I'm very upset. It's rough, Lorraine. But anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not all about the yeah, names. all right. You don't stop talking because <laughs> I'm taking a photo. I just realised we haven't taken any photos. Perfect. Game, so um, anyway, apparently they chucked seven figures at him. You know, you know this Dave Meltzer has dra- I mean, potentially dramatised what WWE have done, gone to great lengths to get him, but. Uh, you know whether they chuck money at him of course creative liberty is kind of one of the main things that Kenny Omega has been outspoken about in the past of why he might not go to WWE you mentioned Will Ospreay Mm. very similar in mindsets Um, but you know you had to believe that with him not being a part of the initial announcement that there was at least a chance and a window for the WWE Uh, I believe his contract is out at the end of this month so yeah, end of January. He he can he, talk he about stuff from the first of February. Yeah. He has officially, unofficially announced that he's leaving New Japan for Pastures New yes. at the beginning of the month after Wrestle Kingdom. It's just hard to believe that he wouldn't be a part of this new venture with his historic venture with his friends, well paid as we know, and featured. If they're going to give him Jericho money, uh, I th- which you know. they would, I think. As I asked, are we going to see Omega <laughs> Alpha 2 in AEW? And bless, Hangman gave us the most non-answer ever, but did apologise for doing so. Mm. I, I will be amazed if on if at the beginning of February we're not talking about Kenny in AEW. We talked yesterday about who could face Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental Championship. You never know. He might be drawn to uh, to that. You know? I, did, yeah. I did get into Sorry, some... Sorry, Cody. I, 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 did get into some, uh, I did get into some massive, like, not massive Twitter beef, but just people who were giving it when the Kenny Omega news came out I was doing a live show at the time that he was leaving New Japan and so I just did a little tweet saying you know from our show account saying you know officially announced no longer be with New Japan is it AEW is it WWE is it somewhere else what do you think kind of thing and the number of people that went there's no way he'd go to WWE he wouldn't want to do the years in NXT he wouldn't do that. Kenny Omega he is he is the AJ Styles <laughs> yes. he is the he is that level of signing he's not someone who and I know that they've had guys like Joe and they've had guys who have been huge indie stars who have had to go and do the NXT thing but I think a lot of them That's wanted not, to like NXT probably. NXT was that you know um, growing brand at the time where, and I think especially with Joe and Bala that they actually wanted to be a part of that whereas I think Kenny if they I mean, if he were to sign with WWE and I don't think he will I do think it would be AEW but he would most likely you know debut at the Rumble and win it he's that kind of level yeah, of talent no, he, sh- he should if they, di- if they didn't do that then you'd have some serious raised eyebrows. Service, I mean, you know, let's be honest, he's that 
game-changing signing, especially in light of all of these developments of AEW. See, it was almost even more heightened. Him and AJ, headline mania, literally signing for like a four-month deal. Yeah. <laughs> so look, let's end, let's end this little talk. I mean, we, we only know what we know, and we've just sort of rounded up what we know so far. Obviously, we've got a bit Don't of an insight know. from someone now involved you know, in it. Oh, Jonas, what? Uh, we've got, what? <laughs> we've got an insight into into what we know so far from someone who is very close to it with uh, with your man Adam Page. Um, we're going to hopefully speak, as you say, to Tony Hang Khan. His friend's name is Hangman, mate. Come on. All right, Trips. Hang- <laughs> hangers. Hangers, yeah. It was, was, a, that, it was, was a, night- a snort? <laughs> it, was a night- it was a nightmare when he used to work uh, in Primark. <laughs> Can you get the hangers? Adam, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, so look, I think we should end this little this preview. I think if we speak to Tony Khan, that will be the second AEW, what we know from the horse's mouth. I've already mm. given it titles, like all or nothing, whatever. Um, I-, I would love to know what who you guys think will jump ship from WWE to AEW. The revival. Regardless of contracts, hold your horses. And also who you think would benefit from doing it. So, Shin- I mean, Shinsuke. Right, well, we'll, look, we're going to start with Will Gavin. Well, let's, let's have a couple of names of people you, you think will and then people who you, who you would like and think would benefit from moving across. Yeah. So the revival, I think Shinsuke's a really good shout. I'm going to steal that out from under oh. uh, Alex's steam. Um, I'll just go home. I, I'm desperate for them to push Joe harder. Uh, and actually have him notched in the title picture for like a placeholder, but actually have him win the title and hold it for an amount of time on either brand. I think he's good enough to kind of rival the likes of uh, of Brock Lesnar, but they're not doing it. They keep putting him, he's like at the very top of the mid card, but he is a main event guy. So I think he could benefit from it. There's a bunch of guys as well. If you look in the kind of lower end, I actually think like Sammy probably would do really well there if he comes back and he's not pushed in the right way. Um, and you just think like, you know, to go down the real base level, like people like Zack Ryder actually could do something really interesting outside of the WWE if given an opportunity. As a, but he would be a mid-card guy there, which is better than he is right now, which is yeah. a joke act. Yeah. Or, um, you know... The, Don't the, say Heath Slater. I'm not going to say Heath Slater, but I was going to say all the older fashion police both of those guys oh, yeah. are good wrestlers who can put on... F- Fandango, uh, yeah, very much so. And I, obviously, I am a big Tyler Breeze fan, but I mean, both of them... Obviously. You forget that... It's obvious because you're wearing those things like he wears on his legs. <laughs> I, I've never known why you wear that with it's a cardigan. Of course. Of course. No, um... Oh, sorry, I've stolen loads, so No, I'm it's done. fine. I mean, uh, we, with Tyler Breeze and Fandango, just on that note, both were actually great, you know, as Johnny Curtis, great workers in NXT and things that kind of get brushed over because they've just become these comedy acts like unless you knew their work before you know you wouldn't be really familiar of how well they can go in the ring um yeah like i mentioned earlier shinsuke i i i'd i'd be shocked if in all honesty if you know if, if you hooked him up to a lie detector and he, and he told you he was happy in wwe i'd be yeah. very very surprised so what we talked about like who the talent already like they've already they've already snagged themselves a wwe legend because chris jericho never he's not working a full schedule no. i think their next big thing is going to be taking someone taking a big top 10 name from wwe you think a bobby Roode's a top 10 name of intent not bobby Roode, no mm. but i'm talking about like shinsuke you know finn when's aj stars contract up realistically i just he, think trips loves finn though finn will get rumored heavily and i, I joked to him about john the other day that this kind of push out of nowhere it's not push out of nowhere it's been coming for a couple of months but this does feel a little bit like a please don't go to a yeah yeah push i mean i wouldn't be surprised if lashley like after this kind of title run fizzled uh, you know i can't imagine he's over the moon with not a not getting a shot at brock lesnar and b not really being in the title scene we've got aj styles who's openly said he doesn't want to wrestle too much longer when i spoke to him at the performance center like six months ago i joked about two years time wrestlemania what do you reckon you and pete dunn could do it mm. he's like i'm already old like he he's made no secrets about the fact he doesn't no. want to be an old wrestler would he fancy one last soiree with some of his old friends if gold dust <laughs> that was my other question <laughs> that was my other question gold, gold dust? dust i think gold dust is too wwe through and through because you hear about the the stories from him and from Cody about what their relationships were relatively like with their dad and the, the not the relationship necessarily because from what I understand he was a good father but mm. the you know Goldust worshipped the very ground he walked on whereas Cody had always intended to do something a bit different and be something a bit different so my kind of feeling on that is that it won't happen because Goldust is a WWE guy I think there's something there's, there's obviously the potential for something cool to happen and given that Goldust is in the not quite the Zack Ryder spot but you know he's not getting used in any kind of way uh, I just wonder if when his contract runs out and if WWE really wants to renew that 
could be something. On the AJ point, I think that if it, it as a creative individual who has been given a lot of license in WWE, which other people aren't given, it would need to be a case of... There's no way Kenny's going anywhere near WWE, but if you want to have that dream match before you retire, you and Kenny, singles, title match, big arena, pay-per-view, all of that, the only way you're going to get it is AEW. I wouldn't be stunned if he went there on, you know, like a, a grandfather deal for a yeah. six-month job. Conversely, don't you think Kenny Omega looks at that and thinks, maybe I have to have a dance at WrestleMania before I call it a day? I, he absolutely should. Mm. I think that because of what's happened with... it was interesting, I didn't get into this too much with Hangman, as you'll have now heard, but... The pack and Cody comparisons are really interesting. And the, and the line that I thought the thing that, uh, that Hangman said that was particularly interesting was when ha- talking hangers. about pack, Hangers said, when talking about pack, was he said, he's definitely a man who knows his worth. Mm. And that I thought was really telling in terms of the conversation of AEW and what he's doing around the world and going to Dragon Gate and everything else that he's done. I think that if Kenny knows his worth, he should know, actually, if I want to not be the greatest the greatest to never wrestle in WWE which is what he will forever be if he retires without going there mm. is that a two year run with a with a mania main event or two it ju- it's just a no brainer to me no me too me too what about um, non WWE talent uh, to round off you know could we see someone like John Morrison or Johnny Impact or whatever his name is these days Johnny Elite that. <laughs> who knows will he, be, will he become Johnny Elite but also what you know New Japan is anyone you know could Zack Sabre Jr. jump ship could there's some good women it's very there's, plausible there's some really good women on that impact roster as well yeah. right now and Tessa you know, Blanchard is someone who, who would be looking at yeah I think so I think like that could be somewhere where they do look to fill their women's roster there Britain Japan's got some amazing wrestlers although obviously WWE's already snapped up a couple of the best ones mm-hmm. uh, I yeah I mean I think for the women's side of thing, if you look down the May Young Classic, there's a lot of names there who have just wrestled in one or two May Young Classics who probably could go and do a job. I don't know. And New Japan, they are incredibly loyal, but I wouldn't be surprised if they get a deal done, then why not have Okada come and do a three-month run? Why not have, mm-hmm. you know, people come and do feuds? If they get a deal done, then it would be absolute box office. I mean, Okada did all in and... And the cruise, am I right in saying? Um, did you do the cruise? I don't know if you did the cruise. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I could be wrong there, but you definitely, obviously, website going to send you on the cruise next year? Yeah, that'd be nice. If I get some cruise articles up and they start flying, I'm not talking Apollo either, but they could, uh, they could be the one. I mean, oh, Apollo cruise is another yeah, shout. Somebody he could be. Away he, he's he's a, a, a much wasted talent, even though he, he's probably rats. he's probably had what they would call a minute, like a small push in recent months, and by that, by just getting used. Do you feel that the recent push for R-Truth could be anything to do with staving him off joining AEW? No. <laughs> Vince is awake at night going, I need to use truth. We can't lose where I'm killing. <laughs> We've got no other rappers on the roster. Apart from John. And then him and Jericho can have some kind of like Fozzie versus whatever his DJ, I don't know, whatever oh, his rapper name is. K-Quick. But, don't you ever forget that. K-Quick. Um, wh- whatever you think about AEW, we'd love to know. At Pro Wrestle Show is our Twitter send us your thoughts make some predictions now that in six months time you can then quote retweet it to us and go I told you you did that thing back in January guys you <laughs> fools uh, at Pro Wrestle Show uh, don't forget to check out our WWE shows we did earlier in the week with the NXT UK tournament, uh, Championship Takeover whatever it's called um, we'll be back next week with a proper formulaic show uh, this has been the Pro Wrestle Show I've been John Jackson I will Gavin and I am Alex McCarthy woo <laughs> is that Charlotte or that's the worst woo ever mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market 